understand. So a lot of young adults today believe that Jesus is irrelevant to their lives. They believe that Christianity is a dead, empty tradition of the past. And so we reach them where they're at, in what country they're at, and we use all different kinds of giftings that God has given us. So one of our main forms of evangelism is a band called No Longer Music. So what No Longer Music does is it travels all over the world with a mobile stage truck that folds out into a festival-sized stage, and then a show is performed. It's an hour-and-a-half show, and the first half is really wild and crazy. So we have flaming... Yeah, it's, it's really wild. <laughs> we have flaming mohawks. We have fire poi. I breathe fire in a wedding dress. Not this year, though. Um... And we also have just crazy music, a lot of images, a lot of special effects. And I'm not going to explain it all because I want you to see the show. But so we have a lot of that and people get really interactive with it because it's in urban city squares all over the world. The show is free and we're not famous. So we're trying to draw in people to come see the show. So thousands of people show up. They're having a good time. They invite their friends. They're really feeling it. And then the second half hits. And the second half is the modern-day depiction of the death and resurrection of Christ. So we just showed them Jesus, and then afterwards we preach the gospel and say, this is what you just saw, this was Jesus. And then we have an altar call, and thousands of people raise their hands to receive Christ. It's always translated into their language, and then we have the local church follow up with them. And if there isn't a local church, we bring a local church to follow up with them. So that's what I've been doing for the past three years. I played the lead role in the show. There's, there was only two girls in the show and 20 guys. So a lot of growing in that time. <laughs> but um, it's, it's really about reaching people where they're at and kind of taking away those barriers about what you believe about Christ and showing in a way that's artistic and it really just hits your heart. You thought you were just here for a fun rock and roll concert. And you can leave if you want. We're not bri- like teasing you or lying to you. Like people can leave; it's totally free. But they weren't expecting their emotions to be touched so deeply into to encounter Christ and see the power of the cross put on display. So I could talk about this forever, but it'd be even better if I could show you a video. Can you show the first video? Awesome. Thank you. first show of this tour. Honestly, no words for, for what God seems to be doing here, momentum that he seems to be building. I think No Longer Music has brought an amazing message in amazing ways. I've been doing concerts and organizing uh, events all throughout Spain and I've never seen such a relevant and direct message for the city and for the people. Most important thing that Jesus did is that he took all the evil on himself. All the pain, all the suffering. He took it on himself when he died. But because he really came from God, He came back to life.
And that's who I'm talking to you tonight about. Not a piece of jewelry that you wear around your neck, but the Jesus who came back to life. Yeah, I really like the message because in Belgium, we learn at school that God is not real. But you're very real about God. You really like Jesus and it provokes me. Sądzę, że po takim przedstawieniu, po takim widowisku naprawdę jestem w stanie uwierzyć w Boga. Bo jestem osobą, która gdzieś powątpiewa, a to co pokazaliście naprawdę do mnie dotarło. Bo w moim sercu zatwardziałego ateisty ta kapela gdzie, gdzieś taką, taką iskrę, tak ognisko rozpaliła. I... Yeah, I, I thought it was actually quite amazing. They got me a message that I've never understood before. I never actually believed it, but I know there was something in that message that gave me the chills. I know since I put my hand up, I feel different already. It's, it sounds weird to say it, but that's how I feel. So it's it's just amazing. When I prayed with you two guys, I felt complete. It, I think it's the first time in my life I felt really complete. That's cool. That's cool. So what do you think is going to change in your life? I'm going to believe in God. I'm going to find a purpose in life, I think. Because now I don't know what I have to do. Just living life day by day, but I don't like it. Yeah. I just want a purpose to live for. A reason to live your life, you know? Yeah. Jaka część tego widowiska najbardziej zostało? Coś nowego dla Ciebie było? Tak. Wiem, że to jest całkiem nowe dla Ciebie, ale co to zmienia w Tobie? Gdybyś mógł opisać paru zdaniach, co, co, co uczucie? Completely different look on God and on, on, on the world. So that's a recap from our past tour. Um, as you can see, many people's lives are just deeply impacted, and the local church just comes up alongside of them to make sure that they have good growth and follow up with that. And so one of my favorite parts of tour last year was going to Russia. I'd never been to Russia before. I'd been to Ukraine, but not Russia. And we were given some advice from Russians, and they said, we just want to let you know you're not going to be able to preach the gospel. It's illegal, so good luck. And also the police are going to shut you down. They're going to hate you. And the crowds, the audiences, they're not going to want to listen. They're going to be violent. And because a lot of the people on the team are Americans, don't even think about it. It's not going to work out. So that's what they told us as like a blessing going off to Russia. And so there was a lot of prayer, and for me, I was just like, God is calling us to go there, so we're going to go and do it, and he's going to open the doors if he wants us to be there. So we have all these vehicles. We have our mobile stage truck. We have equipment truck with all of our professional lights, all of the props we use, everything, and then we have two vans full of the 20 people. And so my van was all the musicians, all the artists, everything, and we waited at the border for 13 hours. They did not want us to cross in. And finally we made it, and then the equipment van, it took 17 hours. And also in my van was the other girl, and she had just found out she was pregnant, and she didn't want to tell anybody. So she had to sit in the van for 13 hours without going to the bathroom and without eating, and she was stressing out. So that was part of it. And then finally our stage truck made it through after 31 hours. 
But we had a show to play. And so we each slept for maybe three hours and then went to our location. And with no stage, we hurry and rented a stage and started getting set up. And it was in a huge parking lot next to a mall. And there was nobody there. And we thought, oh, so... I guess the rumors are true. Nobody's going to come, you know. But if there's nobody here, we'll just do it for the Lord. And so as we're setting up, we realize that people are starting to come. And they've set out like, like a boundary so that they'll stay back or whatever. And by the time I had finished setting up, there was 2,000 people. And by the time we started the show, there was 4,000. So God brought the people. And we performed the show and it was amazing. We did 12 shows in Russia, and every single show was even better. So we were able to preach the gospel loud and clear without anyone stopping us. No power was cut, nothing like that. The police were actually on our side, and the audiences were amazing. It was pretty much 4,000 every night. And to bookend our first show, which was in that big parking lot, we did another show in the same parking lot, and all the people that came from last time came and brought their friends, and they held up signs that said thank you and had hearts on them and, like, pictures of the last show, and they brought us, like, bracelets and things. And it wasn't because we were famous. It wasn't because we were cool. It was because of the message of Jesus. And I, I've seen before where people are just kind of, like, fan crazy or, like, they think we're cool Americans, but this was, like, sincere, like, thank you for bringing the me message of Jesus. But the coolest story for me was this very last show, there was a McDonald's right next to the mall, and I was in the McDonald's, and someone said, Paige, and I turned around, and it was a guy from a previous show in a different town. And I said, oh, did you hear about our show, and you've come to see it again? And he said, no, I didn't even know you had a show here. I have drum lessons with the best teacher in Russia, and it just so happens to be here. And I don't have time to talk, but I do want to say one thing he said. He said, that show completely changed my life. And he said, that night I was going to commit suicide. And I thought, well, I'll do one last concert before I die. And this was a concert he went to. And that night I decided to stand in the middle. After the show, we always do ministry with the people that we do the concert with. And he happened to be in the big circle that I was talking with. And I said, you have a purpose, and God has a plan for your life. And that's like the light bulb moment for him that sealed the deal. And God spoke through me that night to keep him alive. So it's not every day that missionaries get to see that kind of fruit. And so God has blessed me greatly. But through No Longer Music, I get to be like front line, see the reactions in people's faces, and just amazing stories like that. So, Eric, can you play the other video? It kind of shows you more of the heart of Steiger. He's a generation that doesn't do nothing without values. My generation. Last. Sexo, droga e Facebook. How should I live for money? Money is the first thing for in my life. They, they drink, they smoke, and they take drugs.
What's so incredible about the world that we live in is that it's so connected. I mean, you can go to, to northern Iraq or to New York or Minneapolis and, and young people are connected. They're listening to the same music and they're watching the same movies. And what I've seen is that you can use your gifts. You can, you can take art and music and you can share a clear gospel message. And no matter where you go in the world, they'll understand and they'll respond. The only question is whose cross are you going to carry? And if you don't take the cross that Jesus gives you, you're going to take the cross that the world gives you. And the cross that the world gives you is going to destroy you. Jesus, you called us to deny our... No. <laughs> take up our cross daily and follow you. We cannot do any of those things apart from the Holy Spirit. So Holy Spirit, help us live just like Jesus, to go after the hearts of those who God loves so much. documentary of my first year on tour and so it shows like every single country went we went to and the hardships and the great things and so I think that will come out come out after this summer tour but um that's a little bit about Steiger's heart for the lost and so I ended my last show with no longer music this past summer and our last show was at the Dresden City Festival in Germany and there's over 700,000 people there. And we were able to just declare the gospel and see people pray to receive Christ. And my heart just feels so drawn to Germany. I have no idea why it is. But he called me since I started Steiger when I was here. I, I used to come to Communitas and I interned at Communitas. And even then God was calling me to Germany. And I said no to him three times, so I figured I should probably say yes. <laughs> so um, I'm actually living in Germany, and I'm just here now to help with No Longer Music for their costumes because I'm their costume designer, and I'm also fundraising. But the main thing I'm doing in Germany is I live at our international center, and this is where all our missionaries come through, and it's also where No Longer Music rests when they're not on tour. So there was 80 shows last summer, and in between those times, we had like maybe a day to rest in Germany. And so that's where all the activity is happening. And my role now is to be the hospitality person, the person who takes care of everybody, um, takes care of guests who are coming and speaking. We have a lot of classes about theology, about missions, about fundraising, about a lot of things at our mission school, which is June to August. So I'll be doing that, and I also do it throughout the year. And on top of that, we're also opening a cafe. And so I want to develop a long-term presence in Germany, and I, I believe the best way is to start with a cafe over a cup of coffee. Woo, Sarah. And um, so we're kind of taking this cafe from the ground up and uprooting it and redesigning it and all of these things. But a huge reason why I'm here sharing this with you is, number one, I want you guys to come to our No Longer Music send-off show. So I have a huge stack of tickets 
There's more in my bag. But if, if you guys are interested in what you just saw, you can pass them around. Um, I want you to take a ticket for yourself. Normally the tickets are $10, but for you guys they're free. I want you to take a ticket for yourself and then as many tickets as you want for other people that you would like to invite that you think are interested in this, that you think would be changed by the message. So um, it's in Eden Prairie, which is kind of a hike from here, but I guarantee the show will not be like anything you've seen before. <laughs> when I first saw the show, I was like, what the heck just happened? But then the Holy Spirit spoke to me, and I was like, oh, okay. Um, so it is a weird show, just to let you know. But the main part is that we're sharing the gospel and that Christ is being heard in the nations and churches are springing up out of the ground. And also, I believe that God wants to use these dreams that he's put in you and these gifts that he's put in you to glorify his name. And maybe you're not a musician and maybe you're not an artist, but maybe you want to plant a church. Maybe you want to use accounting as your gift. Maybe you want to use sports. Whatever it is, God wants to birth that in you and grow that in you and um, start this amazing story that he's continuing to write about your life. So that's a huge part of it. And another huge part is as a community of Christ and a body, I really would love you guys to pray with me and have faith with me because um, I have been living in Germany since August, but with this new cafe and everything, I need more funds. I need to be supported financially. I need support through prayers. And so the plan right now is for me to go back to Germany to help with the mission school from June to August and then come back here in the fall to continue fundraising. And I want to have faith that I can do it in these two months, April and May, that I could be 100% funded so I can spend my time in Germany. And another huge part about Germany is there's 700,000 Syrian refugees in Germany right now. And so um, there's many families, there's many young people, and they all are looking for a purpose. Their life has been uprooted. They're having to rebuild their lives again. And so there's a small church that I go to, and it was maybe 50 Germans who've all grown up together. They've done their Bible studies. They know Christ, everything. All of a sudden, 50 Muslim refugees start coming to church they walked an hour to church to sit through a service they don't understand because they don't understand german just because they have nothing else to do and what an awesome opportunity to share christ with these people to smile with the women to touch the women for the men to really speak to the men to really change their viewpoint and show them love and so that's why I want to be there. That's why I wish I was there even now, because God is doing a great thing. And I believe he can change a nation through a coffee house. I believe he can do amazing things at the Stagger Mission School as he's, God is sending out people. And he's sending out people from here. So um, that's, that's the main reason why I'm here, to share what I'm doing, to, to ask for you guys to pray for me. And also I want to pray for you, because I believe God has things in you that he's starting to grow. And there's fear, there's hesitancy, there's um, barriers. So can I just pray for you guys now? Dear Father, I just ask that your power would be on display. I ask that there would be open hands tonight, open hearts. I pray that um, there would be stirring, God. I pray that you would encourage you are an encourager, Lord. I pray that your Holy Spirit would be speaking to people even now. I pray that there would be um, 
there would be big expectations, God. You are bigger than any box. You are bigger any bigger than any plan or dream we could come up, come up with on our own, Lord. So I pray if there's dreams in our hearts that we've made up on our own man plans, I pray that you would completely crush those and break those and spring forth God plans. Lord, and I pray if there is God plans in some people tonight that you would start unfolding that. And I also pray for the waiting period. There's always a waiting period before he sends you out. And Lord, I pray that there would be patience in that, endurance. I pray that there would be excitement too. And I pray for unity among this community. And uh, I think communitas means like a community in suffering, right? So Lord, I pray that there would be unity in the suffering. And Lord, we thank you for the joy that comes with the suffering. And we thank you that you suffer with this, God. And I pray, Lord, that you would provide for all of our needs, Lord. I pray that you'd provide for financial needs. I pray that you'd provide for um, physical, emotional, all of them. And Lord, thank you that you are the provider. And most of all, God, I pray for your will. I pray that um, your plans would become our plans and what you delight in would be what we delight in. And I pray that we'd be imitators of Christ. And I pray, Lord, the words that have come from my mouth, I pray that they're from you. And if they are, Lord, I pray that people would grab them. And if they're not, Lord, I pray that they would fall to the ground in Jesus' name. Amen. So how did a nice little girl here get over there to Germany, travel the world, and preach the gospel? How did that happen? One step at a time, huh? Responding, saying yes, okay, yes, yes, yes. I'm going to put some of my books out because she talked about dreaming, and I wrote a book called Dare to Dream, and I wrote it primarily for young adults to help them walk into their God-appointed destiny, to help them take steps. What do you do? What's the next step? What, what do you, how do you get there from here? Man, that seems like a long ways. She just took a step and another step and another step. I'd like to challenge some of you to give her $100 a month. You said how, how many? Uh, if seven people gave me $100 a month, I would be gold. And you won't have to come back. Mm -hmm. You can just go in May and it's a finished deal. So uh, I really hope that some of you will listen to that and consider giving her 100 If you can't give her 100 give her 50 or 25 what could you give her every month to help her get what she wants to get? Then you are having a part in preaching the gospel. We've got senders and we've got goers. So for this season in your life, you're, you're helping to send other people like her. Maybe some of you will end up doing something similar or something very different in another part of the world. Yeah. She said, no, 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 no. Yes. To, to Germany. <laughs> the, fa the last one was the yes. So that's where you are. 
And she said something interesting about being in Germany is that she's not German. <laughs> she's too happy. What did they say to you? They said, I'm too joyful, I'm too positive, I laugh too much, and I smile too much. And they hate it, but they love it at the same time. <laughs> they can't stand her, and they love her. Because she's so different from them. Maybe that's why God put her there, you think? That she's there because she is so different culturally that she's just a strange bird. And they're saying, keep tweeting. We, we like to hear you. So. <laughs> a Twitter or a quitter. So we are really happy to stand with you. We, uh, we like the way you share the good news. It's wonderful. You want to cl- give her a hand? You want to clap for her? Really, really wonderful. Full of content, easy to listen to. And maybe we can do something together. So Kat and Nate, you know, let's talk about how we can get a group to go together. And if you want to, you can meet here beforehand and bring some friends so that we could do that together. And we'll see you there. You'll be there, right? Okay. So thank you. Pardon? Okay. Yeah, there are more. We'll put some more. If there are more here, we'll put some on the table here. Is there food in in there? Is there food on the table? Okay, I'll put the books in there. And uh, tomorrow the price goes up. They're free tonight, but tomorrow they'll be expensive. So... (laughs) But if you're going to take it, the only request I have is don't take it unless you're going to read it. I don't want people to take a, a book because it's free. So I'm cautious in, in making them free because some people, anything's free, I'll take it. <laughs> but, but take it if you're going to read it. It's really a good book. <laughs> if I may say so. Yes, so did I. And I, I like it. I agree with all the ideas in it, too. Yeah, still, still, yes. So, what a wonderful night. Yes, sir, I see you at hand. So, he's wanting to know what this send-off show, what he's going to see. So, the send-off show is the exact show we do all over Europe in the Middle East to reach non-Christians, and we're doing it for the church to see and be encouraged and to send us out. So if you do bring a non-Christian, just let them know there's like a little portion in the beginning, like explaining the mission purposes of it. Um, But mainly it's for the church here, and the rest of what we do is all over the world. So it's the same show. Yeah. Any other questions? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think prayer is a huge part of it, and I also think you can be married and be a missionary. You can continue your education and be a missionary, but like fo- focusing and zoning in 
on what God has called you to do and kind of releasing into that dream, I think is taking steps of courage and faith and not stopping the creative process. Like there's this creative process for really creative people where you just blurt out ideas and that's like the brainstorming session. And some people are like, that's not realistic. Cross off, cross off, cross off. And if any creative person did that, this no longer music show wouldn't even be birthed. Like, so it's like creative writing too. You just got to write. And so letting those things pop out and then bringing it before the Lord and saying, okay, do you want me to do school first? Or do you want me to get married first? Or what does missions look like in my life? And you don't have to go like overboard like I did. You can still be a missionary, a radical missionary working a job and having a family. Families, families are the mission field. Does that make sense? Yeah. Good answer. <laughs> I wouldn't say you went, um, I wouldn't say when you choose those words, I would say you went all out, yeah. not mm-hmm. overboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How kind of you. <laughs> <laughs> I try to do words whenever I can. Yes. So there it is. If you look very closely, you'll see something very interesting about this picture. Is that you, Paul? It is not. It is not. I would never do this. <laughs> My sons would, but they wouldn't catch me doing that. Somebody, somebody looked at that. They knew more about climbing than I did. And what did they say about it? It's someone hanging on the side of a mountain. It is, but he's going down. He's not going up. <laughs> Don't tell anybody, okay? Yeah. I don't want anybody to know that. It looks like he's climbing, but he really isn't. They said, he's going downhill. <laughs> hey, the picture on the back is worth the book. Of course, you're not paying for it anyway, but yeah, good picture. Okay, so wonderful evening. Worship. Thank you, worship team. Way to go. Man. And... Uh, I want to I want to say a prayer for Concordia, because we were uh, we were over there on Monday, and uh, God's doing some good things, and we have uh, two of them here. Sarah, I think she had to go. Now we're down to three Sarahs, so we still got three, but we lost one. So, uh, Father, I thank you for the good things that you're doing at that school, and we do believe that as you're bringing revival, you want to revive campuses, that you want to touch campuses. And so go ahead and do that. Fire up those who were there. Fire them up, Lord, and and, uh, give them the ability to connect, just like we see the ability that you've given to Paige to connect with people. Give them the ability that others will see that they've got something that I want and that uh, good things will happen at that school. We pray that you would give them encouragement. We pray that you give them more students. They need more students. And uh, pray that you'll do that for them. And, Lord, thank you for your breakthroughs. That was the word I keep I kept hearing tonight, breakthroughs, breakthroughs. We heard it. Uh, uh, upstairs and while we're praying tonight lord you are the god our only 
mighty God that will bring the breakthroughs. Mm -hmm. For your glory, we pray. We, we saw uh, it in, in Germany, there's going to be even more breakthroughs. Uh, as I saw growing up in Japan, the people who have these long-standing traditions of, yes, you cannot smile, no, you should not laugh, should have, would have, could have, all that, Lord, you will bring the breakthroughs. Mm -hmm. As you know, Lord, people love to be loved when they haven't felt your love. And so we just pray that you'll be pouring out your love not only to Concordia, to Germany, mm -hmm. to uh, to. Uh, Everywhere that you send us, Lord, right. everywhere that you send us, Lord, your love will be poured out in Jesus' name. Oh. Yeah, God, I just pray just for boldness for these guys, God, that you just give them boldness to walk in the halls and talk to students, just boldness for words of encouragement, of love, of just reaching out, um, and just give them strength to God. In Jesus' name, amen. Good, 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 good. So I want to give the benediction to you, and then uh, just spin uh, for... Maybe two minutes, maybe five minutes, however, however long you want, however short you want. Yeah. Just one thing before the benediction. Um, I, I felt beforehand, and the worship team felt it too, that God was going to start some fires tonight for some people. Um, uh, I think some people are, are, have been seeking a breakthrough, and God made a crack in some wall for you or for someone you've been praying for tonight. I think others, you've been maybe wanting more of God, wanting more of the fire, and I think God lit a little pilot light in some of you tonight. And so if you want to be more on fire for God, then I want you to take that, okay? And just take it. Be like, yes, I am going to be more on fire for God. He's lit me on fire, and it's going to grow, and it's going to consume me, and it's going to go all over the place. You know, John Wesley, if you ever heard of that guy, he said, if you want to see revival, just get set on fire by God, and people will come to watch you burn. That's what he said. And he led the Great Awakening, the first one. We're starting the third one now. And if you want to see people come to God, if you want to see your life change, then just get set on fire for God. That's all there is to it. You don't need a lot. As, as Mike Bradley was saying earlier, the, the I don't have enoughs don't matter to God. Just let, let him have those. And so if you either feel like God maybe started a little fire in you tonight or increased it, or if you want him to have done that, I want you to just raise your hand, and I'm going to pray for you right now. Okay, just raise your hand. Yeah. Father God, in Jesus' name, I bless the fires that you are starting in people. I bless the revival that you are already doing in people's hearts right now in Jesus' name. We pray that you would increase it, Father God. We receive by faith the good work that you have promised us. Even if we don't feel it, even if we don't see any evidence of it, we receive it by faith. By faith, we receive it in Jesus' name. And I just bless you with more of that fire. I bless you with it increasing, even over the next week, even over the next week. So I encourage you, fan the flame. You know, remember the Sunday school song, you know, hide it under a bushel, no, I'm a little shy. Like, if you have a fire lit, sometimes you need to tend that fire. So pray, spend some extra time in prayer this week. Say, God, what, what do you want me to do? How can I increase this fire? How can I bless what it is you're doing? If it's like a lamp, you know those old-timey oil lamps that people have on like Downton Abbey days, right? Um, it, it was oil and a wick of fire, and you could turn to decide how much oil would be in the wick, and that would turn up the fire. Everybody understand what I'm talking about? Okay? If God's lit your lamp, if he's lit your fire, then it's your lamp. You can turn it up. 
by an act of your free will. You can turn that up. And God loves that because he does everything in cooperation with us. And so he wants, while we're waiting for revival for this city, he wants us individually to be in revival in our own lives with him. All right, I'm going to stop preaching. Good sermon. This little light of mine. No. Till Jesus comes. I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine till Jesus comes. I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine till Jesus comes. I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Amen. Amen.